Weiss considered herself intelligent. She was well-read and educated to the highest degree. But one didn't have to be a genius to get the situation that two of them are in and jump to the wrong conclusion. She pushed away from John and looked towards her sister with a bright smile. The damage had already been done. She just knew it. Now if only their teammate's stupid uncle could stop laughing. Sister? Weiss bowed and tried her best smile. Welcome to Beacon. I wasn't sure you were coming for a visit. There, polite, calm, and totally in control of the situation. Weiss. Sister. You. He? Winter looked between her and Jean, eyes wide and mouth hanging open. Okay. Not a good sign. Winter had never looked so out of sorts before in her life. Perhaps you would like to explain what it is I see before me, Weiss? Yes, explain. That sounded nice, but no. Actually, she'd rather not. Except that her sister's face seemed to suggest it hadn't been a request and really, an explanation was probably better than Winter making her own mind up on the scene. This is my partner, she said, Jean-Arc. And no doubt you've already met my team, Blake, Belladonna, and Yang Xiaolong. Jean and I were... We were... We were having a discussion. He said. She leapt on it. Yes, that's exactly what we were doing. We were having a discussion. With your... Hands around one another. Her heart hammered in her chest and her eyes were wide as she looked towards Jean for another excuse. He raised his eyebrows to seem to ask why he had to be the one to come up with it. But she only shook her head uselessly, mouth something that might have been, Help me. It was a heated discussion. He said, That's true. She nodded. Why? For a moment we were at each other's throats. Winter's legs almost failed her. A hand slammed out to grasp the doorframe for support, and Weiss didn't think she imagined the wood there cracking. Behind her, the ragged-looking man continued to snicker. Wait. Had she said something funny? She means metaphorically. Jean chipped in. Not literally. Not literally? What did he mean by... Her blood turned to ice as she realized what the literal thought of being at someone's throat might have meant. She willed to deny it. To deny anything and everything. But Winter already had a hand held up before her. Oh, this is... She paused to try and calm herself. For the first time in a while, she failed at something. That didn't do much for Weiss's panic. This is Jean Arc, your partner. Is it not? Weiss couldn't form an answer, so Jean coughed and did it for her. <clears throat> I have been called that, yes. The same Jean Arc from your letters. The letters? Oh dear heavens, the letters. She remembered those now, especially the early ones she'd sent when she had been frustrated and angry with the team assignments. What was it she said about Jean again? Oh yes, a flurry of terrible and insulting things. All true, naturally. But things which now probably didn't look good since she had her hands on her chest and his around her own waist. Yang and Blake weren't just going to pay for this. She was going to hang them outside by their feet until they ripened. One and the same, she said. Because at this point, what else could she say? Her eyes skimmed to the left, and with a silent apology, 
she decided to throw him under the bus instead. And John? This is my sister, Winter Schnee. Why don't you say hello? Jean stared at her, his expression as good as saying he was more than aware of what she was doing, but he couldn't be bothered to argue. Hello. He said lamely, and waved one hand. Weiss's eye twitched, or at least he hadn't tried to flirt with her. There was something to be said for small miracles in life. Also, the greeting, as pathetic as it was, proved enough to shock Winter into action. She reared up and allowed a calm expression to wash over her face. One leg drew back, and she bowed in a manner polite, but not deep enough to indicate any respect. That was already a bad sign, well before her introduction. My name is Winter Schnee, assistant and specialist at General Einwood of the Elysian military. I've heard much about you and wish no thanks. Two simple words, delivered with all the grace of a rampaging Ursa. Wise stared at her partner as he held one hand up before himself with a polite smile. But it was nothing compared to the stare her big sister gave. Excuse me? She whispered. I said no thanks. Jean repeated. Look. He sighed. I know how this goes. You're the assistant to an Atlesian general who wishes to flee the country but needs to move his wealth with him. All I have to do is give you my bank details and you'll transfer 50 million lines to my account or something, all without risk. Well, you'll forgive me if I'm not going to fall for it. Winter Snee stared. Osborn stared. Miss Goodwitch sighed and covered her face with one hand. Blake looked horrified and Yang was stood with her mouth open. Mr. Branwen stood frozen with what looked like a flask of alcohol ready to drink. He grinned, put it away and brought out his scroll to start recording instead. Also, Jean mumbled, hand on chin. Don't you normally send a message to my scroll first? I don't think this was ever done face to face. I, 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 th- th- this, uh, wh- The tall, proud and very dangerous woman fought for words. Her teeth began to grind together and her eyes flashed with the promise of murder. This isn't an Atlesian general scam. She hissed. I am Winter Snee, the sister of the girl you have your arms wrapped around. Okay, it wasn't like that. Weiss made sure to intercept but didn't get a chance. And you're still not getting my bank details. Jean said firmly, arms crossed. I don't need your petty finances. I am Winter Snee of the SDC. Oh, so now it's the SDC? Jean taunted somehow able to ignore the way Weiss was grinding her heel into his foot. Not to mention the frantic glare she sent his way. Next time, you might want to get your story straight. In the background, Crow Brown burst into a hysterical laughter. Winter visibly gathered herself. The restraint she showed was incredible, especially in the face of Jean's peculiar personality. That was honestly the best way she could think of describing it. I see you are just as my sister described you, Winters said. How appropriately underwhelming. Weiss flinched at that, especially when he raised an eyebrow at her. What did he want? He'd been an absolute nightmare to get along with back at the beginning of the year. He was lucky she hadn't run him through and been done with it. Hmm, important enough to write home about at least. Jean shrugged. Funny. She never told us anything about you though. Maybe it would have been just a little too. 
underwhelming. Jean! Weiss hissed and dug her elbow under his ribs. I've heard things about the kid too, Crow said, and Weiss just knew it would be something bad that came out of his mouth. I've heard how he slept with a third of all the girls in Beacon. Oh, that. That. He was stirring the pot. Obvious enough from the way he grinned. So alike to Yang when she was causing trouble. But made all the worse by how her sister's shoulders turned to absolute granite. She looked down her nose at Jean, and then it seemed like a great gout of breath blew from her nostrils. Say something! Wise hissed to him. Jean glanced down at her, and somehow there wasn't a shred of fear in his eyes. He did not, however. He exaggerates. Jean said of an easy smile. I've not slept with a third of the girls in Beacon. I'm sure you know how rumours are. Winter relaxed, along with Weiss. True, the older woman said. I'm glad to. It's like a fifth at best. Maybe between a fifth and a quarter. I don't keep count. Maybe I should. Winter unrelaxed rather quickly. Weiss interposed herself between the two of them before blood could be spilled. Ignore him, Winter. She laughed. Did you come to visit me here? You should have let me know. Let her know so she could find some blackmail on Jean, use it, and then force him to act like a proper gentleman. She could hide Zui too, since Winter would never approve, and oh god. The dorm was an absolute tip. Blake had left her novels out. Yang hadn't hung her clothes up. The panic, the horror, the calamity. I did not come to visit, Winter said, and Weiss let out a quiet breath. At least that was not my primary intent. It is good to see you, sister. Despite the... Unpleasant company we find ourselves in. Wow, rude. Jean whispered. I mean, the headmaster is right here. Winter thankfully ignored him. I came due to a development with the stolen Atlas Paladins, which I do believe you and your team were involved in. The look Winter gave her was equal parts pride and concern, with just a little disappointment mixed in. Weiss knew it well, the I'm upset at the risk you take but proud of you nonetheless expression. She bowed her head and hid a smile as she accepted the small rebuke. While I'm here, however, I thought it might be an opportunity for the two of us to catch up. That sounds like a wonderful idea, Weiss smiled. Excellent! I'm sure you're teammates can do without your presence for a single night. Why not come and stay in the guest quarters provided for me? It wasn't a question or a suggestion and Weiss nodded quickly to show she understood that. Schneiderkorn dictated they should not show emotion in public, which meant she was in for some display when they got to the privacy of her sister's room. She spared a look for her partner, trying to convey some kind of plea for help. Some kind of excuse that she could use to not go. Save me, she mouthed. Surely he would, right? Jean-Arc waved. Have fun. That absolute son of a bitch. Jean clapped his hands together and yawned as he left the Jazzberry dorm, or as Weiss would never let him call it, the Jazz Club. Spending the night there with one of their members absent had been a strange experience, though at least he'd known she was safe. And honestly, between her having to deal with Winter and him having to deal with her, yeah, 
he'd gone for the shock and all approach there. Namely, shock the woman so much with crazy comments that her only option was to ignore him, which left her no one to focus on but Weiss. I'm a bad partner. He smiled. I'm a better you than me. Still, the dramatics of the previous night aside, there was the future to plan for. He hummed and brought a hand to his chin, eyes drifting shut as he thought about what had happened, and what was about to happen. The plan to stop Roman was a bust, though something had come of it. Winter was here, though whether that was a good or bad thing was unknown. He didn't think she'd ever come to Beacon so early before. On the other hand, Cinder knew about his team. Even if they didn't know he was involved in their plans to stop Roman, it would be enough to draw her attention, and to make them her targets. The problem was that there was little he could do to stop her. That was always the issue with his strange gift. It didn't matter how many times he went back and tried to stop her, she always won. At first he thought it was because he was too weak, or that she was too strong. But in hindsight, it should have been obvious. She was already prepared. Cinder already has the white fang on her side. No idea how she managed that, but it's long before Beacon, so there's nothing I can do there. She also has Roman and his goons before Beacon too, and there's no telling how long the dust thefts have been going on for. In terms of activity, Beacon was the worst place for her to be because it didn't give her many options to act out or continue her objectives. That didn't mean it was a bad idea for her. It just meant she'd already done most of her plans. And therein laid the problem. Cinder had everything in place before he arrived at Beacon, which meant that no matter how strong he got, he could only stop her, not derail her plans. And finding her before Beacon has yielded nothing in the times I've attempted it. I've no idea where she stays, but it definitely isn't Vale. He'd only had a few tries searching Mistral, but despite his best efforts, she hadn't been at Haven either. Ugh, this is pointless to think about. Where or where she is a year ago isn't going to help me now. I need to draw her attention away from my team, and preferably, without getting myself killed in the meanwhile. If I can't stop her plans, maybe I can delay them. Probably not, but it was worth the effort. As far as he could remember, her next goal would be the CCT Tower, and then... And then it would be Pyrrha. Don't tell me you're asleep out here in the corridor! The familiar voice asked. Why stood, arms crossed opposite him with red cheeks and a frown that looked like it could take up arms and kill someone. You look like a dog waiting for your master. I didn't bring you a bone, I'm afraid. Jean blinked and shook his head, dispelling the morbid memories. <sighs> Not sleeping. He yawned. Just on my way to breakfast and lessons. How was your talk with your sister? Wrong question, apparently. Though he'd known it would be. Weiss's face seemed to darken and she snarled something under her breath. Likely about him and almost certainly not kind. My sister thinks. She began. Then shook her head and growled. Never mind what she thinks. You! Weiss poked a finger into his chest. She seemed displeased that it didn't impale him. You made an absolute fool of yourself in front of my sister. Talking about... Uh, what you said. 
She already has a poor opinion of you. I don't need it to get any worse. And whose fault would that be? He asked. Yours? Why said, utterly missing the point. If you weren't so insufferable, then I would not have been so critical on my letters home. Roundabout logic if he'd ever heard it. But not entirely incorrect. I don't suppose I could ask you to be polite, considerate, and a perfect gentleman around my sister? Can I? Hmm. You can ask. He smiled. Weiss looked at him for a moment. An explosive sigh left her and she shook her head. Well, it could be worse. At least you're not trying to get into her pants. Not that she would let you. The last bit was delivered with a flash of pale blue eyes. She was actually wrong. He'd been there. Though the means which to replicate it wasn't something he was prepared to go through again. Winter had been desperate for comfort, as had he. After all, she had just lost her little sister. The memory of it brought a sad smile to his face. But she was alive and in front of him. Somehow that fact didn't help. Because she'd also been so cold and still before him. He shook it off and forced his best grin onto his face. What can I say? Maybe my heart's already taken by a different snee sister. Oh goody. Why said. Voice thick with sarcasm. Despite that. Her eyes widened and she glanced away. Did you keep the receipt? I would like to check the refund policy. Her snark made him laugh, and it was enough to dispel the doom and gloom he felt. She couldn't be so sharp when she was dead, which meant she was still alive and with him. They all were. Anyway, she said, tossing her white hair back. Where are the others? They're still getting ready. He nodded to the door. Blake was in the shower when I left, and Yang plans to wait for her. I fed Zui and decided to head off early. See you in class? You best hope I do. Weiss growled as she stepped past him. Weiss did her best to ignore the blonde as she unlocked the door to their dorm. It was hard enough of how he usually was, but after the conversation she and Winter had shared last night, the last thing she needed was to see him. It was only her utter horror and embarrassment that prevented her from melting out some much-needed justice on the irritating man. The door opened, and such thoughts quickly left her mind. This is my life. Why sighed as she looked at the madness. Where did I go wrong? Blake was on her knees, balanced on one hand with the other held before her threateningly. She hissed like a cat she claimed she wasn't, and almost looked like her hair was on end. She swept once, twice, and then hissed again. Zwi growled back, settled protectively in his small kennel. Wait, since when did we get a kennel? They hadn't, and still didn't as she looked closer. It looked like a strange dog bed made out of Blake's questionable books. They'd been stacked beneath him, and even placed end on end to form walls. There was no ceiling. But the corgi seemed more pleased with what was his new dog bed, and more than willing to defend it too, judging from how he growled and snapped towards Blake's hand when she tried to reach for one of her books. Wise sighed and turned to Yang, hands on hips. Jean made it while Blake was in the shower, she explained. The blonde looked curiously impressed with defeat. 
Or maybe she just enjoyed watching her partner and pet play together. Blake reached for a book once more, but Zwee's teeth clamped down and made her yelp. Ah, so this was his revenge. Creative enough, she had to admit. And there was a certain irony in punishing her by not only depriving the girl of her pawn, but also in involving the dreaded Corgi. Well played. So, how was your night with your sister? Yang asked. Weiss's face fell into her hands. Ouch. That bad. Worse. She groaned. She asked about our team and my lessons first, but that took less than 30 minutes and she spent the rest of the night asking about him. She then decided to hold a completely unrelated talk on property. The importance of Schnee maintenance and her reputation. And... and... birth control. Completely unrelated, of course. The blonde grinned. Of course. And then when we woke up, she kept asking me if I felt okay and whether I had a stomach ache. Yang tilted her head to the side and thought. I don't get it. She said after a few seconds. Why sighed. Neither did I at first. When she started to ask about my eating habits, whether I had put on weight and if I was sick in the morning. I soon realised. Yang burst out into laughter falling back into the bed as her legs kicked in the air. Oh god. She giggled. That's too good. Did she ask you to pee on a little wide thing as well? She did not. Why screwed it out. <laughs> Sorry, is this one of those schnee things? A schnee doesn't pee, they relieve themselves? There were no further pregnancy tests and after the difficult conversation that followed, I'm sure there won't be again. I don't know why you're acting so amused. What would you do if Ruby was still at Beacon and was caught with the local womanizer in a cupboard? Hm, I'd just kill him. Yang said and wiped a tear from her eye. The hand froze, however, as her eyes widened. Ah, it seemed Yang had just remembered who Winter Schnee actually was. Oh, um, do we have to keep an eye out for her? Winter isn't that quite dramatic, or at least she usually wasn't. This had been a new experience in every sense of the word, so the old rules might not still apply. Maybe it would be best to keep an eye out on her partner regardless, just to make sure he didn't get himself into any trouble. <sighs> so, Yang kicked her legs out before her and smiled. The dance is tomorrow. You got everything sorted? I have a dress if that's what you mean. Wise said. She knew it wasn't what her teammate meant, and Yang knew that she knew and so on. And a date? Neptune has asked me yes. Yang's face fell. Wise pretended not to see it. Not Jean? The blonde asked. No? Why would he ask me? Yang stared at her with a sad expression. The only sound in the room that of Blake's hisses and a corgi's answering growls. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Wise said. It's not like I expected or wanted him to. I'm not sure why you're even surprised. Are you going to go with Neptune then? Why stood and dusted herself down. She reached for her book bag and picked it up before she turned to Blake with a sigh. If you're finished playing with Zui, perhaps you could get to our lessons. Stupid mutt. Blake hissed from the floor. Weiss, help me get my books back. We don't have time for that. Classes start in 30 minutes and we need to be there on time. I won't have our lazy leader actually beat us there. 
Then help me get the purple one back. I haven't finished it. Wise glanced down at the novel in question, which seemed to form the center of Zui's new domain. That was almost certainly on purpose. Sorry, she said. Not at all, sorry. I wouldn't want to upset Ruby's dog. You. Blake's yellow eyes narrowed. This is childish and silly. Don't tell me this is some kind of revenge for us helping the two of you make up. Ashni is above such petty things. Wise lied. Oh, and speaking of revenge, have you had your shower already, Yang? Yeah? Did you use the shampoo on the brown bottle? Huh? Yeah. Why? Oh. Wise smiled. No reason. Yang's face went white. Her hands gripped her hair and she drew some before her to inspect it. There was nothing unusual there. But it didn't stop the smile on Weiss's face growing wider and wider. What did you do? Yang gasped. What have you done? Done? Weiss repeated. I? Why Yang? I thought I told you. A snee is above such a petty thing as revenge. She didn't say revenge. Blake whispered, eyes narrowed suspiciously. Didn't she? Oh my, I must have imagined it. Come on you two, it's time for class, tut tut. Blake sighed and stood, aiming one final longing look towards her books. Zui turned three times on them and closed his eyes. They did snap open, however, when she tried to reach it once more. She gave up with a frustrated growl. Yang, on the other hand, was still fruitfully scanning her hair and asking what Wise had done to it. She'd done nothing, naturally, since she'd been trapped with her sister all night. But Yang didn't need to know that.